I've been preaching a series of messages entitled Next Level Faith, and I want to share with you from John chapter 6, verse 1, starting there. And this is what it says, After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs, which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus, listen to this, he lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, one of his disciples, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? Notice this, but this he said to test him, that is, Jesus was testing Philip, for Jesus knew, he knew himself what he would do. Wow, isn't that interesting? The Lord just loves to see if we're cluing in on what he's doing. And Philip answered, this is Philip, bless his heart. Everybody say, bless his heart, you know, and bless Philip's heart. He said, he said, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I messed up. Philip answered and said, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, listen to this, that every one of them may have a little. And one of his disciples, Andrew, so Andrew, Andrew and Philip are piping up here, uh, Simon Peter's brother said to him, there is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? I want you to remember this conversation in this message because it's very important what I'm going to tell you. Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. It's a posture of rest. When you're receiving from God, it's a posture of rest. Notice this. It's very powerful. Now there was much grass in that place. So the men sat down in number of about 5,000. That's not including oh, children and, and women. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed, the, distributed them to his disciples and the disciples to those sitting down. Notice this process. Jesus takes the five uh, loaves and two fishes, he gives thanks, he distributes to his disciples, and the disciples give to those that were seated. So when they were filled, as much as they want, they took. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up, notice this, the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. So this little boy who gave a basket of a few fish and loaves ends up with 12 baskets full. Somebody say amen. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, truly, this is the prophet who is to come into the world. And you can read on in that passage. They literally wanted to make him king of Israel at that moment. But Jesus refused, knowing that it was not his time. So let's pray. Father, thank you 
for your word this morning, and we receive from heaven the truth of your word. In the strong and matchless name of Jesus, we pray, and everyone said, amen, amen. So I want to talk about next-level faith for financial miracles. Now, I've talked about healing miracles. I've talked about the power of God, uh, how, he, how he loves to work in us and touch us and heal us. But there are people who struggle financially. Now, many of us have lived by the principles that I'm going to share with you today. But I, I have to tell you that God's plan for your financial future is not based on Wall Street. Somebody say amen. It is not based on whether or not inflation is going through the roof or not. God wants to multiply and increase you. So the Lord is still doing things like that. How do I know like this? How do I know? Because I've seen it. I've seen God work in ways that uh, will stagger the imagination when it comes to how he wants to bless people. And those people are you. Look at your neighbor say, God wants to bless you. Oh, that was so pitiful. Say it like you mean it, people. Come on, you're speaking a blessing on your neighbor here. The fish and loaves, as I was studying this, I kept coming back to this this week in this series on next level faith. And I kept coming back to it and I was wondering, God, what are you saying to me in this? And I've never seen in this passage what I saw this week as the Lord showed me something very important to all of us. And one thing that I've learned uh, that isn't new to me, but I never saw it in this portion of Scripture. And that is, he wants to multiply your loaves and fishes for you and for others. You say, what do you mean, Pastor Randy? So I'm asking God to give you a revelation, uh, the revelation that he gave me on this passage. Because he's stirring up things in you that are going to stagger you and show you how he wants to bless you and what you are able to give to his kingdom and, and multiply it and increase it for his glory. He told me to tell you your tithe. Everybody say your tithe. Your tithe to him when you give it. When your tithe is given to him, it is like the boy's loaf, loaves and fish. I thought, Lord, that is, that is just powerful. That is powerful because, you know, I've been tithing and giving into the kingdom of God for decades. How many have been tithing and giving to the Lord for decades? It's, it's incredible. And we wonder why there's, there's um, some people are so incredibly blessed and others may not be. And God wants all of us to understand the principle so that we can begin today to understand that our tithe, just our tithe, is like this boy's loaves and fish. So what am I saying? What do I know? What is he saying to us? The Lord is going to turn today, starting today. If you've never tithed, he's just going to do it today. Hallelujah. It's going to happen. I'm going to give you stories about how it's happening for some of our, our new and wonderful members here. 
But he's going to turn your one basket full into 12 baskets full. I'm just going to tell you. Come on. And he's not only going to do it for you, but he's going to take your tithe and my tithe, as he always does. He's going to multiply it back to us, but he's going to use it in the church. He's going to use it in the church and in our community. He's going to take it. He's going to bless it. He's going to put it in the hands of the staff and the volunteers and the people of this church and feed the multitudes. Somebody say amen. And it's just not food that he's going to feed people. How many know that his word is like bread? His word is like honey. His word is food for the soul. And so he's going to multiply it in the church. He takes my tithe. I'm going to show you how he's done that, your tithe. And he multiplies it. See, this is the Lord's way of financing his church. I know there's a lot of people that say, oh, the tithe doesn't exist. Well, blah, blah, blah. I'm not listening to that. It's Old Testament. Blah, blah, blah. Brother, take your stingy heart and go someplace else because I'm not listening. And you're not going to convince me after 40 years of tithing and giving to the kingdom of God that it doesn't work. I'm going to do it with a smile when I tell you that, but I'm just going to tell you that because it does work. And it's God's model for blessing his people as well. Somebody say amen. It's wonderful. When you think about it, my tithe can not only bless and multiply and increase the house, the house's influence in the community, the blessing of God in the community, how many people we're reaching. It can multiply and increase, but he's also, he's got his eye on you. If he's got his eye on the sparrow of the air, let me tell you, he's got his eye on you because you are the apple of his eye and you, your name is engraved in the palm of his hand. I'm about ready to speak in tongues right now, and I'm not even done with the introduction. So if you want next level faith for your finances, listen to what this pastor is telling you. One who knows and understands kingdom principles, I've been living them for decades, and one who wants the best for you and your family. Your Next level faith for financial blessing, abundance. And some of you aren't listening, li- living in abundance right now. You're just living like, you know, on the edge. And Kim and I lived there for many years, many years when we started learning how to tithe. But we didn't give up on the tithe. Somebody say amen. We did not. Because that's like saying, God, you just didn't do it for me. Wow. How special are you that God wouldn't do it for you? No, it's not. It's, it, that's what the devil wants you to say about God. And so Kim and I, we just put our hand, our hand, hand to the plow and kept doing it. 
But you have to understand, if you're going to take your finances to a next level of blessing where there's no want for you, but you're just pouring out to other people, somebody say amen, and the kingdom of God and every good work for God, I'm going to tell you, you have to learn this one principle, and that is tithing. Everybody say tithing. Next level finances from God, you must learn the tithe to God, to his house, uh, and God's power and ability to multiply what you give to him and to his house to reach the harvest in the community. God wants you to thrive, just not survive. Somebody say amen to that. He doesn't want you just barely getting by. Now, it may take years, but some of you it may not. Uh, it all depends, and it all depends on your faith. Everybody say your faith. Say my faith for my financial future. Now, I love Dave Ramsey. How many love Dave Ramsey? How many have heard of Dave Ramsey? Raise your hand. Yeah, he is just really, really good. I'm not going to give you Dave Ramsey principles, but this is the way we live. This is how we live. And when you're able to cut down on debt, when you're able to cut down on the things that are taking away from your finances, uh, the interest on credit cards and other things, when you're able to cut them out, you have more. And then how many know God created compound interest? Somebody say amen. God, God created ROI, return on investment. That's God's idea. Somebody say amen. That's how he works. And so we have to understand this. He teaches us right here in this simple parable, not a parable, but a real story, but a story nonetheless of him multiplying the fish and the loaves. So let's talk about next level faith for financial abundance and blessing and miracles from God that you are going to and you're going to have. Number one, it begins with giving the tithe. Notice your abundance, your financial abundance. Let's just call it what it is. You know, all of us have to have a paycheck. All of us have to have money. You know, PayPal wants to cut your money off because of certain convictions that you have. Well, who's going to use PayPal anymore? I don't even use PayPal, so they can't cut me off. But I'm going to tell you, the enemy is working to manipulate you and your finances. And he's using people in the government that if you don't say the right thing or if you don't do the right thing or you don't act the right way, they're going to cut you off. Well, how many know they can't cut God off? If he can feed Elijah in the desert, he can feed me. Somebody say amen. amen. But I love how it begins with the tithe. It begins with giving. God wants us to be blessed, but it always begins with me. I have to learn to honor God. There's a young couple, young family, and, and they shared a testimony, uh, and it's on the board over here on our miracle board. It's our only financial miracle up there, but I just think it's really cool. And Charles and Gloria, wave at us, Gloria, you know, they're learning, they're growing, they're becoming, they're challenging themselves in the tithe and serving and giving. They're a young family in their 20s, they're working and believing faithfully tithing, and, but it's stretching them. 
It's stretching their, their budget. It's stretching everything, I suppose. But they're doing it anyway. And so recently they testified and they wrote a testimony down. And by the way, there's testimony cards out there for you to write your healing testimony, your financial miracle testimony. He, he wants to get glory from what he's doing. And so you got to share it, right? But this is what they wrote, um, that they had desperately needed... A financial miracle. It's up there on the wall somewhere. I think around the corner. And that's when a total stranger, listen to this, paid our rent and gave us groceries for three months. Somebody say amen. Somebody give God glory. That's just like, you know, my, my tithe. My tithe. God doesn't forget. He doesn't forget the tithe. He remembers the tithe, and you're laying it up. I mean, no, it, it always stays there. It's always before him. God remembers tithes from Kim and I when we were just getting married and we were just getting in ministry. He, see, he saw the $10, the $20. He's, you know, how many understand the tithe is a powerful weapon in the hand of God and a blessing? Next level faith for your financial miracles will stretch you, but God will surprise you with abundance and blessing. It begins with the tithe. It begins with giving the tithe. God does two things with it. He does two things with your tithe. Listen, everybody say two things. He does with your fish and loaves. This is what he does. Number one, he multiplies your tithe to bless his house the church, so that the church can reach the harvest. Somebody say amen. And then he multiplies your tithe back to you, so you will always have more than enough. You will always live in abundance and overflow for every good work he is doing here. Somebody say amen. It's the truth. I've seen it. And so God will take, remember, he'll take your one basket of fish and loaves. It just seems so insignificant. I love this boy. Maybe he was hungry. Maybe he was hungry that day, and he was looking forward to eating his fish and loaves. He was the only one in the crowd that has fish and loaves, but he was, he was getting hungry. And all of a sudden, his mom looks at him and says, mm, the disciples need that. Give it. And he's like, huh? I can only imagine what was going on in his mind. And that's how, that's how it is. We need people to hold us accountable to what God wants to use in our life. That's what I'm here to do. I am here to hold you accountable for what God wants to use in the kingdom, in his church, and he wants me to tell you that he's going to multiply it back to you. I love this. There's another young lady in our church. Um, she's serving right now in our uh, children's church today as a volunteer. Antrone is her name. How many know Antrone? Antrone is just a wonderful person. She texts me, and that just so happens I had just got the word, okay, Lord, you want me to teach about tithing. I'm going to do it. I know people are going to misunderstand. This preacher wants all my money, blah, blah. I'm talking about the tithe, not all of your money here. Antrone's Message, messaged me on Facebook, and she shared this story with me, which confirmed. I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. Hallelujah. She writes, hey, Pastor Randy, 
I had to share this praise report with you. For the past six months, I haven't worked a full shift due to either illness with my clients or issues with my children. I decided to go after building wealth with God. So I joined a program to learn kingdom principles. Somebody say amen. I love that. I love how we just teach people here. And she's, she's been in Karis Bible College. She understands Andrew Womack and all that and his teaching. Anyway, she says, over the past few years, I still, or, or at weeks, I should say, I still hadn't worked a full shift and wasn't sure if I was going to be able to pay my rent because she's, she's learning to do this. She's a mother of four, single mother. Uh, I believe she, how many children does she have? Five children. Woo, somebody say amen. She took that to heart, be fruitful, multiply. Praise God. But this is a single mother. This is a single mom that is working to teach her children, bringing her children to church, getting them all ready, and learning to tithe and give. This was Friday. She wasn't sure she could pay the rent. She checked my mail, she says, one more time and got a notice from the landlord's office to vacate the premises by October the 11th. Then I went to my to check my bank account to see if my balance from my paycheck was available. And she thought it was just not going to be enough. She said, Pastor Randy, not only was my paycheck deposited, but another deposit was made that I wasn't expecting. And the, and the deposit in my, uh, it deposited in my account today so I could pay my rent. Before all of this happened, she said, before all of this happened, before she even knew that she was getting evicted, which she did not. Somebody say amen. Earlier today on Friday, I gave my tithe online. Somebody should be running right now and just shouting because, listen, if you've been tithing for a long time, woo, is God going to bless you? And if you're just learning, these are the things that you're going to see. You're going to see miracles, miracles, financial miracles. I gave my tithe online even though I did not have enough for rent. She did it by faith. Everybody say by faith. By faith. I mean, no miracles begin when we give. Miracles begin when we give. When we give prayer, when we give worship, when we give things to God, and he just turns around and bless us. She said, I stood as I was giving online my tithe. I stood on Malachi 3.10. Oh, that's Old Testament, Pastor Randy. It's still the Bible. Somebody say amen. I stood on Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, believing that God is faithful and would provide. He is faithful. Everybody say, he is faithful to his word and to those that walk in faith. He will do what he promised, supplying all of my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Oh, somebody shout amen. These are future champions. These are future people who are going to prosper with God. And when the world's economy is tanking, they just take wings and they just fly. Hallelujah. How many want to fly in this place? Come on. And so next level, faith for your finances, your abundance, your miracles of finance begin with giving the tithe. Your tithe is powerful. Your tithe honors the Lord, and your tithe opens up heaven. When nobody else sees it, God sees he's just opening heaven. The prophet Malachi told us about this. 
He told us about this. And I remember reading this for the first time when I started tithing. I remember how God said, this is what I'm doing for you, Randy. I said, hallelujah, Lord. Even though I didn't see a whole lot at the time, I knew it was happening. Malachi 3.10 says, bring all the tithe. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. What? Food in my house. I'm going to talk about that here in a moment. Try me now, he says, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out for you, everybody say for you, such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. You just have to give it out. You just have to become a generous person when you're blessing uh, God's house. And I will rebuke the devourer. In other words, I will rebuke inflation. I will rebuke Satan. I will rebuke those things that try to take your finances. I will teach you how to prosper and to grow uh, in your finances. He says, I will, bl- I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that you, that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall, uh, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you what? Blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord. Now he says that to Israel, but he also says it to us. God never changes. Now, let me explain this to you. Remember, it does two things. Your tithe blesses the kingdom, blesses the church, but it also, God says, I'm going to, I'm going to return it back to you a hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold uh, back to you. But because of your tithe, your simple, your little fish and loaves, your little fish and loaves, he says, because of your tithe, and this is this, I want you to know this, Because of your tithe, this place that you're sitting in here right now, enjoying worship, hearing me preach, you're hoping I get done here soon, but I'm still preaching. This was, he turned this warehouse, this was a warehouse, into a house of God. Your tithe did that. God's tithe and people over the years, it happened that way. Somebody say amen. God's multiplying your tithe. Because of your tithe, our community can hear the word of God without compromise. He is bringing people in to hear the word of the Lord, to be saved, to be baptized, to uh, be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be touched by God. I hold in my hand right here a little thing that our, our district, we had our, our celebration tour, Greater Cincinnati area, uh, the Assemblies of God celebration tour. Every year we do this. And I, I, love, I love to read the statistics on here because it tells me about what you're doing. Somebody say amen. And this is what they have the top three churches with uh, conversions. They have the top three churches um, that have done water baptisms, the most, most water baptisms in the greater Cincinnati area. The, th- the three top spirit uh, baptisms. Somebody say amen. Now listen to this. We are in the top three in all three categories of our Assemblies of God. That's not even including healings, deliverances, people being touched. We don't even hear half of it. And see, this is what your tithe does. 
See, the devil wants you to think, oh, all they're after is my money. No, God says you bring your tithe and this is what I'll do with it. I will multiply it and feed. I will see people, you will see people saved. I will save them. I will heal them. I will deliver them. Now imagine if this house wasn't here. Imagine if God hadn't called us to do this. It took faith to do this. It took willingness to do this. But we did it, and we're doing it together. And God has a future. He wants even more people saved, more people healed, more people delivered. And guess what? Your tithe. Everybody do this. This is just, I'm minimizing the tithe. I'm uh, Body language here. You're, I'm minimizing the tithe. And he just takes it. He said, okay, this, this, this fish and loaves, he'll take it and he'll just look, look up to heaven and he'll say, Father, they're tithing. Oh, hallelujah. And then he puts it into the hands of our staff here. He puts it into the hands of our deacons here. He puts it into the hands of our volunteers. He puts it into our hands and all of a sudden things are multiplying and increasing like you would not believe. It's amazing. Now listen, because of your tithe, the doors of this place are opened Every, almost every day, but certainly every week. The lights are on. Somebody say, amen. I love our lights. They're not fancy, but they're kind of fun. Hallelujah. The HVAC system is working. Somebody say, amen. We just had them working on that building. Your tithe is doing all of this. Your tithe. Somebody say, amen. But God says, if you give it, I will, multi- I will bless this house. There's a whole property here God wants to build out, and he's going to take your little, little tithe, and he's going to multiply it because of your tithe. The pastoral staff, the fivefold leaders of this house, can give themselves to prayer and to ministry of the word and to strategizing on what to do, how to meet needs, touching people, believing God, believing for miracles. What does God say? Because of your tithe, everybody say, My tithe is powerful. Woo, hallelujah. Because of your tithe, the deacons and I. We meet once a month and we pray over this property. God's given us 14 acres here. We have wonderful tenants, but I don't want tenants there forever. I want this whole 14 acres to glorify God. And he's going to take your tithe and he's going he's to eliminate our debt on the mortgage and he's going to help us build out. Listen, this is what he's doing. He's going to help us build out a wonderful property here that we can see hundreds and thousands of people each week come and hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is what he's doing. Children's church, larger sanctuary. Listen, if God gave us the harvest right now that he wants to give us, we wouldn't be able to handle it in this place. There's no way because he's already spoken to me about what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Bigger Sunday school rooms. Somebody say amen where they can learn. How many know God is blessing Karis? I walked into the youth sanctuary yesterday. I'm like, wow, this is so awesome. Karis Bible College is on our campus and they are teaching people on Saturdays the word of God and people are growing up in their faith. Amen. Your tithe. When you bring your tithe and your offerings to the Lord, to his house, to Jesus, he will bless it. He will multiply it. And and as you serve, as our staff serves and labor for him, he will multiply and increase it for our community. And he will multiply it back to you. 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. Now, let me close with this. 
financial abundance and miracles begin with giving the tithe. This is God's economy. Now, people can get, they can, they can be blessed financially without ever giving the tithe, but this is God's kingdom. This is the way God designed the, the kingdom of God and how the church is supposed to work. But <clears throat> I've often thought, how insignificant the tithe is. The tithe seems so insignificant to me. For some people, it seems huge, but it's like 10%. Did you know the biblical tithe is just 10%? It's just 10, 10%. Everybody say 10%. And so it's like, God, how? It's just like the fish and loaves, he said. Just like the fish and loaves. This little boy gave his fish and loaves. He didn't know he was going to get 12 baskets back, but he also didn't know that it was going to feed over, you know, 10,000 people, 5,000 men, not including women and children. See, let me put it this way. If your tie, if your income is $1,000 a week, it's, your tithe is 100. Can I make it any more clear? Your tithe is $100. Everybody say amen. Oh, that was a mumble. Oh, oh my goodness. Amen. All right. All right. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. The agony of it. Come on. Somebody say amen. I'm telling you, this is for real. This is fun to me because I know it's true. Woo. Jesus lifted up his eyes. He saw the harvest and he looked at, he looked at his disciples and says, how are we, what are we going to do with this? What are we going to do with Westchester and Mason? What is Life Church going to do about the harvest? What are we going to do about it? How are we going to receive the harvest? Well, you know, we're going to, I know that God's got crossroads up the street. He's going to bless them. Yes, I want God to bless them. But if the harvest came in, not, I'm telling you, the, all of the churches in the community couldn't hold it. Somebody say amen. This is what he's doing. He looked at Philip, he looked at his disciples, and they said, well, here's their lack mentality. Well, I just don't know. Uh, What I have is just not enough. You know, we have a little bit of... Jesus could have multiplied the money right there, and then they could have went and bought, you know, all enough for everybody. But no, there was a little boy that was willing to give his fish and loaves. And so Jesus took it, and we know the story. Am I going to be like Philip and Andrew with a lack-filled mentality and not enough mentality? Or am I going to be like the boy who, when Jesus said, give it, he gave it, and boom, a hundredfold return in no time. Jesus will test your faith. Everybody say amen. He's going to test my faith. He tested it for years on the tithe. He tested it. And when Kim and I, we were just squeezing out. I was working three jobs. I was working ministry. I mean, I was trying to raise a family. I was going to school. I'm just trying. I'm paying for my school. I mean, God, he's just squeezing me. And I'm saying, Lord, the tithe belongs to you. It is holy. Somebody say amen. And so there's a wonderful story in the Bible about Cornelius. Remember Cornelius? He was a centurion. He was a Gentile, but he loved God. He he loved the people of God. The Bible says that he prayed, and this is in chapter 10 of the book of Acts. He prayed and he gave. He just gave. He loved people. He loved the synagogue. He was, he just gave, he was praying and God chose 
Cornelius as the as the uh, one that he would pour out the gospel upon. He was the first Gentile to hear the gospel and receive Jesus and the power of God. Somebody say amen. You talk about taking your blessing to a whole new level. Cornelius received that. And so when you say, Jesus, I don't have enough, when Gloria and Charles, they say, I don't have enough, when Aunt, Aunt Trené says she doesn't have enough, she says, no, God, your tithe belongs to you, and you're going to bless me. The Lord will say then, well, what do you have if you, know, if you, can't, if you can't give the tithe? <clears throat> well, you know, I, I just can't, I can't do it, Lord. I can't give. The Lord says, bring my tithe to my house, and I'll show you what I will do for you. Hallelujah. Your tithe is like seed. Real quick that God multiplies when you sow it to him and his work. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 says, This I say, the apostle Paul says, and he compares your, your finances, your money, to seed sown. He says, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give, everybody say amen, as he, pr- I heard my dad, that was, thank you, dad, hallelujah, that's why God's blessed you. I'm, I'm, I, I'm just teasing you, but you know what I'm saying. Notice this, as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a what? A cheerful giver. Everybody smile when I say tithe now. Show your teeth. Tithe. It makes you smile, the tithe. A cheerful giver. God is able to make... Listen, when you just cheerfully give, when your attitude is right, and many of you, most of you, are already there. But when you do this, God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things, everybody say all things, may have abundance for every good work. This is New Testament here, hallelujah. As it is written, he has dispersed. You have dispersed abroad. You have given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Now may he who supplies, that is God who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Give God praise right now. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. Come on up here, worship team. Woo! Hallelujah. And so, let me conclude. Your tithe to help the work of God continue here at Life Church not only will bless this house, but it will bless you. God confirmed this message last week. I wasn't even teaching on tithing. I wasn't even teaching on giving and generosity. But the Lord, I've just been praying about, you know, the expansion, the growth of our church and how God is going to give us overflow and people and many are going to come and they're going to be touched and healed and delivered. And our, you know, our wonderful salvations and baptisms in the spirit and baptisms in water is going to increase. I'm believing for hundreds and hundreds each year, each year, each month. Somebody say, amen, just overflow, revival, the move of God, the power of God. 
Hallelujah. But God is confirming this message that I'm preaching to you today through prophets in this house. How many know God still has prophets? And so three people, well, three things happened last Sunday when I'm, I was, I walked out the door. One of them was the Lord spoke to me out of nowhere. I wasn't even praying about it. And the Lord says that I am going, I am going to eliminate the mortgage of this house. Hallelujah. And I, I am going to bless this house so abundantly that they are going to be able to build out what I want. And right out, right there on the wall, that's our master plan mandate. The one on the left is where we are right now. The one on the right is where we're going. Somebody say amen. But also, there have been like prophets meeting, and they're meeting, they're praying, they're seeing things. And they're coming back to me. And Curtis, who's on vacation, him and Tara, it was wonderful. I came back from my vacation. They said, Pastor Randy, you need to, you need to start preaching about, about building out. I'm saying, what? I have to do that again? I'm not a fundraiser. I am not a fundraiser. Lord, I don't want to fundraise. And the Lord said, you don't have to fundraise. You just teach people about the tithe. You teach them about the tithe. And how he multiplies it. This is a supernatural ministry of Jesus. Somebody say amen. It's all supernatural. Tap somebody say it's all supernatural. So our prophets have been seeing it. The Lord whispered it to me. And then Cheryl last week, Cheryl, I don't mean to embarrass you, bless your heart. She, she and, and then Carla also, Carla says, Pastor Randy, prepare prepare to build out and prepare to get this place paid off. God's going to, she sends me a text like that. It was just amazing. I said, hallelujah, Lord, you're confirming it. You're speaking it to me. Prophets, prophetesses in the house are speaking it to me. And so I'm just obeying. I didn't have a plan to, to preach on tithe, but the Lord says, I want the people to know what I'm going to do with their tithe. Some of you need to get your checkbook out and give your tithe today because you haven't given it in months. You need to add it up. Go back over your paychecks and add, add it up. Manny's back there looking at his neighbor, say, add it up, add it up. But Cheryl said, she wrote me, and this is part of it. She says, Pastor Randy, in service today, this was last week, she said, I saw a vision that our congregation was bringing a celebration offering. A celebration offering given in great joy, a cheerful giver. Somebody say amen. A great, now, this is just God. He knows I'm not a fundraiser. And so he's just showing you visions. Great joy in response to a genuine desire to see the sweetness of the altar of this church increase and overflow with miraculous fruit of Jesus in unity with, she says, and she talks about the prophetic vision that God has given me, the dream that God has given to me. And it's God who gave it to me, by the way. He, she goes on to say, it will be given as seed for the Lord to open up the windows of heaven to not only release us from our mortgage, but also build out our master plan debt free. And I just said, 
thank you, Jesus, that you are confirming this. I want you to stand with me. Bring those lights down, Manny. And so, there's offering boxes all over the place here. There's giving online. You say, Pastor Randy, I've never been challenged like this. Well, you're coming to Life Church now, and it's time to say yes, Lord, to His will. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. For many of us, we've been living in the multiplication of our fish and loaves for decades. Decades we've been living in it. Somebody say amen. And, and you know, God's taken our little tithe and he's built something here that, you know, I didn't have funding from people. God spoke to people and had them give. I remember the first offering given to Life Church. The very first one was a couple who said, Pastor Randy, you and Kim come over to our house. We want to we wanna fix you supper. We heard that you're, you're planting a church in Westchester. I said, okay, we'll come. And they said, we've been waiting on God, you know, where he wanted us to plant this $10,000 seed. And when we heard that you were tithing, or when we heard when you were tithing, of course, of course I was tithing, but when you, we heard that you were planting this church, we wanted to give this to start Life Church. How many know God has a network of people who know how to get things done for Him? I want to be one of those people, and I want you to be one of those people. For many of us, we've been living this way. This is how we live. We live in the overflow. I'm not asking for financial miracles anymore. God is still doing it, but we're living in the overflow. All of my investments, abundantly blessed of God. Somebody say amen. God wants to bless you more than you can imagine. Some of you are just now getting ready to live in the overflow. You've been doing this for a while. You're pressing in. You're believing God. Nothing's going to, nothing is going to stop you. You are going to give the tithe. You are going to bring it to God and there's nothing going to stop you. God is just looking over heaven right now saying, mm-hmm, it's about time. Somebody say amen. It's going to happen for you. But there's others of you who are pressing into this revelation. It's brand new. You're pushing past your doubts. You're pushing past your fears. All of the unbelief, all of the devil's lies, all of the greed mentality or the lack mentality. No, I'm breaking it off. And guess what? God sees it. And that's where the rewards and the multiplication take place. Your next level faith for financial miracles And graduating into abundance is noticed by God himself. So he will bless your tithe. Everybody say amen. And he will multiply it, what? Back to you. And he will bless it for the work of the church. Everybody say this with me, this declaration. And I'm going to ask, I don't know, do we have, uh, Kathy, bring, bring the offering uh, buckets up here. I just feel like people want to come forward and just thank God for the offering. And I want to pray for you. If you need healing in your body, we're not going to do the prayer stations today. I want you to really take this to heart. I want you to take it to heart if you've never learned to tithe. But I want you to make this declaration. Repeat it after me. Heavenly Father, thank you 
for next level faith. Thank you that I can expect financial prosperity when I honor you and your house with the tithe. Thank you that you are rebuking the devourer for me. Hallelujah. Thank you that you are opening the windows of heaven and pouring out blessings that there's not room enough to receive it for me. Somebody say amen. Thank you that everyone will see what you can do when I bring my tithe to you. I am forever grateful for your truth and your revelation about my fish and loaves, my tithes. And I will hasten to bring my tithe into your house faithfully. In the mighty, strong, matchless name of my provider, Jesus Christ, Jehovah Jireh. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. In the moment that I wake up until I live.